Welcome to the Retro Craptacular Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Dawson, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Matt. Hey, Matt. Uh, we are on the search for the best bad movies of all time, and we are starting this week because the the movie is coming out at the end of the week here. Depending on when this goes up, it might already be out. But uh, the new Power Rangers movie is out, so we watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Welcome to my nightmare. Now, the ultimate adventure begins. Hi, honey, I'm home. You got like sucking dingo brains. We're the Power Rangers. Ooh, where's my autograph book? More action. More adventure. More power. The ooze is back. Use you lose. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The movie. We both grew up watching the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. I, however, didn't watch Mighty Morphing as much. No. I came in with Lost in Space, or In Space, or whatever it was. There's Space what? There's In Space, and there's Lost Galaxy. Uh. It came right after that. And I came in on In Space. Okay. Uh, I, I did watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but I think you're probably actually more versed in the, like, that lore... Probably yeah. More than I, you re, you watched it recently, right? Yeah, yeah. Truth be told, it was only two years, maybe three years ago, that I rewatched all of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with my good friend Steve the Bearded. And yeah, growing up, I watched quite a bit. I didn't actually, we didn't have a lot of like channels. We didn't have TV much growing up, but uh, right. um, the movies, especially, I would watch multiple times in a day. This when one was and Turbo, six. yeah. You this one Turbo? and Turbo definitely. Oh, so bad. I've been watching it recently. Actually, there's been a live uh, stream on Twitch. Um, that's just streaming every episode of the Power Rangers ever oh. until the release of the movie. Oh man! So I've actually just been like, kind of like had it on in the background while I've been doing stuff lately, <laughs> and I have no idea what's going on ever because it just like start in the middle of an episode, and I'll kind of watch it for a bit. And not pay attention, and I'll like go off and like make food, and then come back, and I don't I have no idea what's happening. Well, with the average Power <laughs> Rangers episode plot, if you blink, then you suddenly <laughs> won't know what's actually going on. And, so, and I seem to keep coming into the episodes when it's like Balkan Skull are in the middle of doing something dumb. <laughs> the side adventures. Yeah, it's always like the Balkan Skull side adventures with like the professor. Ah, uh. and I just. So I like instantly zone out because I'm like I don't want to watch this, and then I they're fighting a giant squid or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, anyways, my more from Power Rangers the movie, uh, 1995, excellent film, probably for the <laughs> time. And uh, do you want to do you want to sum it up? Yeah, let's do it. So. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the background of the Power Rangers, go educate yourselves and come back. Because here we have the movie um, Power Rangers doing their thing, you know, skydiving oh, yeah. together. Is, I was going to ask you about this. Does it kind of pick up like right where the series leaves off? Uh, well, or is it kind of in the really. middle? The series or? leads into the next series right. is essentially how it goes. Um, but this movie um, picks up with the, I guess, the second generation of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because the original red, black, and yellow rangers have left. Right. So does it ever, is it just kind of like stand on its own or does it ever go into... From what I remember rewatching the series, there was no break that like the movie changed things. So they never had like Frog and Crane and and ape powers i feel like that came in later like um like much later 
but is the night like having trouble remembering now they do kind of all blend together yeah anyways so it's the second generation of power rangers mm-hmm. and uh ivan ooze shows up to take over the universe i guess or destroy it or he's, destroy it he's evil he's he, been imprisoned for whatever ten thousand years or something he either wants to destroy the world and rule the universe or destroy the universe and rule the world. Yeah. It's one of those two. Again, we blinked. So <laughs> Also, we shouldn't mention the VHS tape that I bought for 10 cents at the thrift shop the other day that we watched this on was really degraded. Is that a word? Sure. It's really crappy and like blurry a lot of the time yeah it was like everything was onion skinning yeah not in focus and some of the words were not very clear like when they would speak most of the time had no idea what they were saying yeah well there's a lot of lots of transmogrific growing out there anyway so plasmorphicon things yeah i have no idea um so anyway yeah, Ivan who's been buried for a long time, gets uncovered accidentally by construction workers, as most evil things do. Mm-hmm. And course. then uh, Zordon's like, we got to deal with this. I sense evil. And then, you know, he gets out because Rita and Zed teleport down from the moon and free him. And then it's like, oh, no, we're too late. So, yeah, eventually uh, Ivan. Oh, yeah. Well, he like traps them in a snow globe. Yeah, and like like uh, not the Power Rangers, uh, Rita, Zed and Rita. Re- Zed and Rita, and then goes off and like destroys the base and all all but kills Zordon. So the Power Rangers have to go to another planet, mm-hmm. the planet of either Phatos or Thetos. Again, couldn't really hear it clearly. Yeah, something like that. Uh, to get uh, Ninjetti powers, so yeah. that they can come back and fight. Which sounds like I've it should news. be like ninja ninjutsu that the Yeti uses is what I kept thinking about, and it gave me a much more fantastic visual than the movie did. Oh yeah, probably. Oh yeah. Um, so they get their ninjetti powers, but then they look exactly the same, and nothing changes. But they get new Zords, and they get to fight Ivanus. And there's an entire subplot where Ivanus takes over all the parents in Angel Grove. Mm-hmm. And makes them dig up his robots and then tries to get them to jump into a quarry. Yep. But Balkan Skull and a little kid save the day. Yeah. And that's pretty much the plot of the, the movie. Yeah, it's essentially an episode of the show. Uh, uh, and it looks like it had about the same budget as an episode of the show because... Actually, maybe even a bit less because we didn't see any giant suits. We that's just true. had real bad CG. So there's no... Um, I I did I looked this up on Wikipedia before. There's no like Super Sentai footage used in this movie at all. Mm. It's all original because like you know like oh, the yeah. original show used a bunch of like Japanese stock footage. Oh yeah, absolutely. And dubbed over it. Um, there's none of that in this. It's all original and like new suits. And did you notice the new suits? How they're like kind of like leather and like kind of like have muscles sort of built I, into I them. definitely noticed the uh the muscles chiseled in especially one scene where they have got their arms spread and they're trying to bring um Zordon back to life and looking at all their chiseled abs that are definitely just part of their suit yeah like it looks like when you buy like a kid like a like a Batman costume or like a Ooh. Superman costume for Halloween and it's just like kind of puffy that's exactly that's what, what it looks like. like yeah oh dear um so that was great um <laughs> Let's talk about the opening scene. So it opens with them skydiving for charity as part of their high school skydiving team. Yeah. Because that's a thing. I I still don't know. I mean, when I was six, I watched this movie four times a day. Right. Multiple times. Obviously. And obviously rewatched it today before doing this. 
And no, I still don't know what the hell they were skydiving for. If it wasn't just for fun. It has something to do with the observatory. And there's a comet that's coming by. Because that comes back later at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, so, they're skydiving, but also Bulk and Skull are there. And they almost jump out of the plane without parachutes. Because they're dumb. Because they're dumb. But then Kimberly's like, um, you might want to put those on. And it's like, <laughs> and oh, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, also... Just to bring this up real quick. Uh, the guy that wrote this movie, a fellow by the name of Arnie Olson, was actually um, my screenwriting professor, second year of film school. Uh, he was filling in for uh, someone who was off actually working, I guess, <laughs> on something. I don't know. Um, but the normal second year guy was not there, so they brought in this guy. And after watching this, I was like, maybe I shouldn't be bragging about that. Because <laughs> I used to, like, that was, like, my cool, like, use it for, like, two truths and a lie. Or, like, just brag about it to people. Be like, oh, yeah, man, my screenwriting professor wrote Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Like, that's so awesome. And then now I'm like, ooh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be telling people that. I guess the real question is, how hard did he try and or how awake was he while he was writing it? <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Because um, he also wrote like a Dolph Lundgren movie in the 80s called Red Scorpion. It's like a rated R like action movie. Oh. So, you know, hey, a job's a job. I'm not going to not gonna fault the man. But anyways. But we will fault the movie. We will fault the movie. Here we go. Um <laughs> So that yeah, they just like jump out of a plane. Yep. And that's the opening sequence. But there's no credits playing over it. Like it's not yeah. it's the kind of thing where like you would see like, you know, directed by some guy and written by another guy. Because there's just boring stuff going on in the background. Yeah. But instead you're just watching the stuff happen and it's not interesting. Like at first it's like, Oh, the falling through the sky, that's pretty cool. Skydiving is pretty exciting. You know, and they're flipping around, flipping around, falling, flipping around. Oh, and Tommy has a snowboard. Tommy has a snowboard. Because he needs to be slightly better than everyone else. He's the leader. He's the leader. So he gets a, he gets a snowboard. He has a magical talking dagger. Yeah, and a chest plate. Oh, yeah. With shoulder pads. With shoulder pads. I've never liked Tommy. Can I just throw that out there? Oh, yeah? Never. Never. He's ever. A, yeah, yeah. Bit of a douche. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. He sucks. <laughs> um, uh, I I don't know. I come from, like, and again, I think it comes partly from, like, not watching a lot of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and watching the later seasons where the Red Ranger is always the leader mm. and then watching earlier Mighty Morphin Power Rangers where jason the red ranger is the leader and tommy was the green ranger who was evil yeah he was the evil ranger that rita like like stole or found a power coin and corrupted it yeah and then like poisoned his mind and then they like saved him and he and then he was just like their once in a while friend that would like pop up in episodes and he'd be like oh tommy hey what's up bro how's your life getting your shit together and then only later on doing gymnastics <laughs> Yeah, and only yeah. later on did he become much of a character. Yeah, yeah and then mistrust at first there. And so I'm always just kind of like, ugh, why are you still here? Like, why can't, why can't old Red be the be the leader of the gang? Stupid Tommy. Stupid Tommy. Ugh, annoying. Anyways, I have uh, written down catchphrases. Oh man, as they this jump movie- out of the plane. As they jump out of the plane, but like also in every facet of their life, just using catchphrases. One-liners like, everywhere. Everyone jumps out of the plane, says something. Like the first one's like, Geronimo. And then one's like, on your tail. And then one's like, cowabunga. Like, I don't. Wait, and uh, Blue Ranger, all systems go. All systems nerd. go. Right. It's like, all systems go. Tommy surfs up because he has a snowboard. (laughs) 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 Ah, Stupid Tommy. (laughs) Uh, 
So yeah. Um here we talked about So anyway, Ivan Ooze gets freed. Well, Bulk and Skull take forever to jump out of the plane and then they parachute into a construction site. Yeah. And they pretend to be from the Angel Grove building inspectors <laughs> thing. <laughs> Just dropped out of the sky. <laughs> and then they're digging so that this was actually I legitimately laughed at this. They're like uh one of the construction workers after they're like we're from the building inspector that this building is supposed to be over there and how come that guy's not wearing the right shoes and then someone's like hey hey bill you better come see this and then skull just like turns and was like you better go bill <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's so funny it's like an actual joke it just like gives him like a little pat on the shoulder like you better go bill yeah. and, then, and then they find ivan who's um, and then we don't really see much of Balkan Skull for the rest of the movie. We don't. Um, but the, okay, the the rest of the movie though is just full of like catchphrases. Like, can we talk about the puns? Oh, please, let's talk about the puns. And they're, like some of them, I don't even know if they count as puns because they're just random statements. It's just a thing that they say after doing a thing. Right? Like having having watched this movie a million times now, the one that always stands out to me is I'm pretty sure it was Kimberly beating up, you know, one of the little minions dude, knocking him over says, "Have a nice trip. Right. See you next fall." Of course. Knocking him over like yeah. classic punny one-liner. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. The, yeah, the other one that stuck out to me was when Tommy's riding the triceratops skeleton and he's like hey bone face or something like this like i got a bone to pick with you and then he like pulls out one bone oh, like the top vertebrae yeah and like the head falls off and the rest of the skeleton collapses oh yeah and so like that's a pun but there's another part where he's like ninjetti corkscrew kick and he just like spins through the air and like kicks a giant rhino man yeah, some kind of statue come to life. Like a yeah, there's like a statue of a rhino warrior with like a, some axes. And he kicks it, and then he yells, eight ball, corner pocket," and it like hits the wall and turns back into rocks and explodes. <laughs> Which is like, like I wrote it down specifically as a, like a thing of like, what the hell. <laughs> It has nothing to do with anything that's happening in the scene. Like, like a minute before that, Billy, like, jumps out of the way of another one that's, like, swinging its axe. And it, like, chops the other one of the, like, stone warrior things, like, in half and, like, like through its head. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ooh, talk about a splitting headache. And I'm like, ugh, bad pun. Yep. But, like, it's relevant <laughs> to what just occurred. Nothing about that scene no. had anything to do with pool. <laughs> you don't spin a pool cue. There were no holes. He yelled corkscrew, so you could maybe what make it? No, you can't. No, no, <laughs> it's a kids' not. movie, so you can't make it. You just got screwed. Yeah. Joke. Uh, Although there was a fantastic as Kimberly and Tommy together push a rock on top of one of these minions. Oh, say, yeah. Kimberly says, let's rock his world, which is borderline, but I mean, still a terrible pun, but at least noteworthy as being pretty funny out of context. Ooh. Pretty rough. Pretty rough. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, and of course, the one that made the back of the box as Billy... Punches one of uh, Ivan Ooze's minions real hard in the chest. He's on the ground. Gets some ooze on his knuckles. Ugh. Well, you ooze, you lose. You ooze, you lose. It's, it was good enough to make the back of the VHS box. <laughs> That's the pinnacle of writing. I, I think it was in the trailer, too. Probably. Like, ugh. Just, ugh. Um, so, yeah, they got new suits. But they don't get new suits. Yeah, not really. Because even after they get their new animal powers on the the island, they get like because they used to be dinosaurs and now they're like frogs and apes and cranes and bears and wolves, eagle, falcon, uh, falcon, falcon. Their helmets still look exactly the same. Yeah, I think the only thing that changes they get that. I think they had like a medallion in the middle of the chest. Yeah, 
had their animal in it. It's like a different medallion, though. Yeah, because I think they had medallions earlier in the movie. Well, on their belts, I think, though. Oh, on the belts. That's where the, the power and now coins it's just are. on the chest. Yeah, so that's where the power coin, uh, the new power coin. Okay. Um, I had written down parents question mark yeah there's one of one of the scenes that uh should be touching and just made us really raise our eyebrows and be like the hell uh as they make it back to the base after it's been trashed by ivan zordon is now not interdimensional he's in their dimension we actually see zordon got this tiny little body covered in cloak and he's got an old wrinkly face turns out turns out he was just in in the tube the whole time yeah interdimensional my ass He's just in a tube. He's just pulling like a Wizard of Oz tube man. nonsense. Yeah. He was a giant floaty face, but really he's just sitting yeah. just sitting there wearing some robes. Just in a in a towel. Yeah. And uh he's dying. Alpha's like, There's nothing we can do. I hate him. And Kimberly Kimberly's like, Don't die, Sordon. You've been like a father to us. And we're like right. Hold on now. <laughs> Wait a minute. That brings up an important question. Where the fuck are all your parents? Yeah. We never see their parents. Or where they live. Like, I'm pretty sure there have been episodes that involved them being in their houses. Have there been? I think so. Because at just least Billy's them... Garage has come up. I know Billy's that Garage. One. Okay. I just, because I just remember them always hanging out doing gymnastics at the gymnastics kickboxing club. Or being at school. Or being Angel at school. Angel Grove High. Yeah. So they're either at school or hanging out at, like, some activity center. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we gotta wonder. Like, so, as far as we know, where are their parents? Zordon, interdimensional, intergalactic being, just hangs around California, looking for orphans to kidnap <laughs> and enslave as his warriors to do his his bidding. He's basically making child soldiers. Yeah, it's kind of he's an intergalactic warlord. Yeah, I was, I was kind of expecting Ivan Ooze to kind of bring that up to be like, "You think I'm evil? <laughs> Look at Zordon." <laughs> Which leads us to his best line: "Smells like teenagers." teenagers. Oh, uh, right when because, he comes out, because as Zordon <laughs> himself mentions. He's been doing this for a long time. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, 6,000 years ago, some teenagers, not too unlike yourselves, <laughs> managed to stop Ivanus and imprison him in a giant purple egg being held by a claw. Mm-hmm. I like. I seriously think Zordon's just been hanging around California for thousands of years. I think that's where all of the intergalactic shit goes down. Just somewhere in Southern California. Yeah. In a small little town. Called Intergrove. Yeah. It's kind of... It it begs the question, kind of like you know, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like the school is built on a hell mouth, and it's like, why doesn't everyone just move? <laughs> yeah, like demons and vampires and shit show up every week, and presumably have been doing so for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a the part in the movie where there's like a news report. She's like, oh, there's two giant monsters destroying downtown, and all the parents in town are still missing. It begs the question, where are the Power Rangers? And it's more like. Why do you still live here? Because this shit seems to happen on a weekly basis. Oh, boy. Yep. It's like, once again, a giant monster has appeared, and the Power Rangers have to fight it with their giant robot suit. Must be Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh. good stuff. Um, I wrote down Roger Rabbit moment. Yes. Which, um, do you know exactly what oh, I'm talking about? I know about? exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, like, there is some bad CG in this movie. But yes. let's, let's hand it to the Power Rangers. They may not act very well, um, and they may overact with their arms, especially when they're in their suits. But when it comes oh, to the I fight have... sequences, they actually, you know, try to do a lot of their own stunts. I feel like there was actually a lot more wires and stuff in this movie. Oh, there's a lot of really um, good wire work. Yeah, it wasn't, like, too bad or anything. But then all of a sudden... Um, as they're fighting Ivan Ooze's little ooze dudes, um, two of them gang up on one, and like they they run up. I think it's a red and black rangers together, and, and they like, run up and they like, kick Let's it. Let's double team him! You got it! Super thumbs up hand motion thing on every syllable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And they run at it, and they both kick it in the head, 
and instead of like it just hitting him and he dies or instead of his head just exploding into ooze it like becomes elastic and and bounces and his eyes yeah, get really big like, and like pop out boing. of his head yeah that came out of nowhere and it, nothing like that ever happens again in the rest of the movie it's just like um we're just gonna ride right past that yeah, we're just just oh we're moving on okay great tommy is doing the thing where he just kicks a dude in the chest like all the way across the room yep um yeah let's talk about the hand motion sound effects Oh, what is there every to say? every mean? time they move their hand, which is every time they talk when they're wearing their suits, it's like <laughs> like with everything because it's always just like and I can't like I'm moving my hands right now, but I don't know why I'm well, doing they, they a visual know. joke <laughs> on a podcast. But yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine now not watching you and just listening to <laughs> and. I mean, if you've seen Power Rangers, then sure, you can picture you it. Should, you should know what's going on. But it's like every time they talk, they're doing like fist bumps and like throwing their hands out in front of them, being like, all right, let's go. Fist power, moving arms constantly. Yeah, and you got to wonder if, if it started with like, because they, they're not doing the, the voices while they're acting in their suits, I'm pretty sure. No, I mean, it's probably dubbed over later. So they're, like, acting with their bodies, and then it's dubbed yeah. over later. Is I mean, that... I'm sure they're saying the lines, but... Probably, but yeah. is that to, like, to help them line it up later, or is it just that someone directed them to do that from the start, and that's just become their thing? Well, I think what it probably was, was they did it in the Japanese show, doing the hand motions and stuff, and then when they did this one, they're like, well... You guys are actually going to be in the suits now. Y- you have to do the hand motions. Because <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure there's very little... Like, The only time that the actors are actually in their suits is if you see them without their helmets on. For whatever reason. Or if, or if they're interacting with an American character. Every other, like in the TV show, yeah, ev- yeah. every other shot is just from a Japanese TV show called Super Sentai. Yeah. But for this, they had to build all new suits and then they actually got the actors in. I mean, there's probably a bunch of stuff with just stuntmen and stuff doing an array of backflips. So many backflips. I started taking like a tally of all the backflip glory shots that were in the movie and. And not including the one where they, like, I include the one where they all backflip over the camera in slow motion as one. But really, it's like six. Yeah. But not, so including that as one, I stopped taking count at eight. Yeah, that's fair. And, like, the first five were in that first fight scene with the ooze monsters. (laughs) There's so many shots where they're just like, we need to do a backflip right now. And then it just goes to slow motion. They're like, yeah, whoosh. And they're like jumping off of a construction site thing or like backflipping over some ooze dudes or doing an excessive amount of cartwheels backwards to make sure that someone's okay. Yep. <laughs> Every time. That, that scene was amazing, actually. Where like Billy punches one of the ooze guys and they go flying and explode. And then he's like, Aisha. And he just does like a bunch of like back backflip, backflip, cartwheels. Backflip, backflip, backflip. And then, like, a little, like, spin move, and he, like, kneels down next to him. He's like, are you all right? <laughs> That's classic just, like, Power Rangers. Instead of just turning around and running, like, the ten feet that it would have. Or, like, taking one leap. Yeah. Oh. Which would have added enough. Maybe they ran out of their backflip glory shot budget. Mm. They didn't have enough money to do yet another one. Um, But, oh. <laughs> so good. But, like I said, there's probably more. Oh, definitely more. But I kind of stopped counting. Like after they go to Thados Fados, I I I'm sure there's a bunch on that. There's multiple planet. in every fight scene, I'm sure. Yeah. Did just stopped paying attention cuz I stopped caring. Legit. It's just it's kind of glazed over at one point. Yeah. Um let's talk about that planet. So they go to the planet and they fight the Birdmen? Yeah, the Tengu Warriors. Right, you remembered what they were called. Yep. Which as, as soon as Ivan Ooze made them out of his spit, they came up and I was like, oh, oh the yeah. Tengu Warriors. Oh, no, let's back up for a second. 
because the dude literally hawks a loogie. <laughs> like there's there's a, a good while where he's like, <laughs> and just like hawks this purple loogie on the floor, very far, real far. And then the pig guy's even like, oh yeah, good distance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they made a loogie joke, and then it turns into a bunch of birdmen. Birdmen are kind of reminiscent of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Very reminiscent, actually. <laughs> Especially when they're flying. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're like, oh, the Tengu Warriors. I'm like, what? You know what they're called? And then Ivan is just like, <laughs> now my Tengu Warriors. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Why are they called Tengu Warriors? I don't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure it's Japanese for okay. something. Tengu Probably oh, means yeah. something to do with birds or birdmen. Okay. Also, did Ivan Ooze ever show up in the show? Or the birdman or anything like that? The birdman, definitely. Yeah? Uh, I don't okay. remember Ivan Ooze showing up. And I don't remember the birdman being made of his loogies. Right. So I was a little confused about that. But also, you know, I was confused about 80% of the movie. So I just wrote it right past it. Yeah. Oh, we should mention Ivan Ooze, too, is uh, played by the same guy that plays Belloc. In uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones's, uh, like, rival archaeologist friend that was it, teams uh, up with the Nazis. Paul Freeman, was that his name? Might be. Might be Paul Freeman. Yeah. Like, a legit actor. I should have <laughs> written it down. But yeah, it's like, it, it is. It is a legit actor. He was in... Uh, there was something else, too, that... Uh, uh, oh, Hot Fuzz. He was in, he plays the, the Reverend in Hot Fuzz yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess he needed to like pay off some back taxes or something. So or owed someone a favor. Yeah. Oh, that might be it. Someone might have called. Maybe his kids were just like really big fans of Power Rangers, and so he's like to his agent, he's like, "Look, I would never normally ask you to do this, but can you get me into an episode of the Power Rangers?" And his agent's like, "I'll do you one better. They're making a movie," and then he got into the movie that sounds like a wonderful story and then i hope it's true halfway through filming the movie he's just like it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta gotta like, wonder how how many of the actors in power rangers felt like it was worth it. this is what i want to know because none of them have had careers well i mean some of them the majority of the Power Rangers did not go on None to of do them anything famous, in though. acting. Yeah. Um, like, it's not like the cast of Friends, where you can be like, oh, they all went on to do other things, and you can name movies that, like, Jennifer Aniston is in. Yeah, that's true. Not famous. I mean, I, I do remember watching, again, with Steve the Bearded, we were watching an anime um, that was uh, dubbed in English. It was kind of goofy, kind of fun, but kind of crazy, you know? And uh, we're watching the the credits come up, and we're like, the main character is voiced by Johnny Young Bosch. And we're like, why does that sound so familiar? Johnny Young Bosch. We had to look it up, and we're like, second gen- generation Black Power Ranger. He's an anime voice actor. He does now. voice acting now. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, look, lots of great actors have gone and done voice acting. Mark Hamill was a voice actor. Oh, Mark Hamill's done some great voice acting. For, yeah, for years. He's the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,. Uh, Fire Lord Ozai in The Last Airbender. Yeah. And, that kind of stuff, yeah. and uh, Darth Bane in an episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh. Where Yoda goes to Morband, like the Sith homeworld. Ah. Darth Bane. That's, Dar- that's Mark Hamill. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Pretty cool. Um, so they go to Thedos, Phaedos. One of the two. We don't know. Couldn't understand. Uh, and they meet uh, Zena, Princess Warrior. Zena, the Princess Warrior, <laughs> um, wearing a green bikini mm-hmm. with some whistling sticks. Just whips some sticks around, and they make like a slight whistling noise, and the birds are all like, bah! and they fly away through space back to Earth. And that's kind of the last we ever see of them. Well, the Tanky Warriors go back. And oh, they go, yeah. Ivan's like, how did it go? And they're like, it went great, except that it's like, we well, didn't we kill were about them. to kill them. And then and he's like, but then, like, the whistling stick lady showed up, and Ivan Ooze is like, whistling stick lady? 
Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who that is. Yeah, and, and that's the, kind of it. You know, and then he she never she never comes. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> why don't you take another quack at it? And then he shoots them with lightning and yeah. blows them up. So he's got lightning powers and ooze powers, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Oh yeah. Oh oh, can we talk about the laser pipe? We totally glossed over the laser pipe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, so did the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Ivan Ooze has the ability to shoot lightning at things and out of his fingers. Either take control of them or blow them up, or both. I don't know. But when he faces, if you touch, if you touch the ooze, some lightning will purple lightning will shoot around you, mm-hmm. and then you'll be under his control. Yeah. But if you, if he just shoots lightning at you, you'll blow up. Uh, I guess I don't know. So, anyways, lightning represents nondescript magical powers, as far as I'm concerned. In of course, the world of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So he shows up at the the base, um, and proceeds to trash it. Oh yeah. But he's talking to Zordon and says something about like, time to pay the piper. And then, like, a magic lightning pipe appears in his hand, and, like, he blows on it once. He gives a little... Yeah. And then uses it to shoot lightning around the base (laughs) and destroy everything. But, like, he didn't need it. He's shot lightning out of his fingers plenty times. Right, but now he has a laser pipe. But he only played it that one time with that little... I know. And... Okay, the worst part of the movie is oh, that... Oh, that's a bold statement. The worst part of the movie isn't something that happens. It's something that doesn't happen. And that's no one kills Alpha. Oh, gosh. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Alpha is the worst thing ever. Like, I remember, like, even as a kid being like, ooh, Alpha's a bit much. Yeah, grating on the ears. Yeah, just like, I really hope this alpha scene ends soon so we can get <laughs> to the good stuff in the show. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, Boo, Power Rangers! And that's not even, like, I don't even know if I can make my voice that annoying. Even just that, I wanted to punch you in the throat. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But, like, how great would it have been if he just, like, used his laser pipe and just blown Alpha to pieces? It would have been incredible. But you need Alpha to like tell the Power Rangers what to do because they're still dumb. <laughs> they're just teenagers. <laughs> that's true. Because even Alpha Alpha's the one that sends them to Thados Fados to get their magical ninjetti powers. Mm-hmm. Which Sounds they really get. intelligent when you yeah. say it like that. <laughs> so they get their magical ninjetti powers, but then they have to walk through the jungle to get their magical ninjetti powers. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was kind of like they do some <laughs> kind of with with um Xena Princess Warrior they um who's uh not actually black haired, just she's red haired yeah just to clear that up kind of maybe brunette-ish. yeah well, kind of like anyway it doesn't matter couldn't really tell VHS was kind of <laughs> smudged yeah uh it was curly so that it made, was it, like, made it look even less defined it was like watching a movie with like the pastel effect from like iMovie put over top of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is accurate. Uh well yeah, they they do some kind of mm, contemplative fire ritual where they're looking deep inside themselves because in every person is an animal. One of these specific six animals, <laughs> a spirit animal. Um and so they, you know, they close their eyes and they meditate in their own fire and Xena blows some kind of magic dust and the fire gets all big. Did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> Did you gl- <laughs> I must have glazed over that cuz I remember I remember her being like we must consult the Ninjetti sp- animal spirits and then it cuts to something else. Yeah. Then I think it cuts to like Ivan Ooze like being like I'm going to make my ooze <laughs> and like puts it in jars and gives it to children. Yeah. And I guess it cuts back. It cuts back, and then all of a sudden it's nighttime. Like, they've just been standing around the rest of the day. And that's when they do their their fire ritual or whatever. Uh... And then then it it is revealed to them which of their animal spirits they are. I guess they, like, 
ghostly, spirity things come out of the come out of the fire and kind of reveal themselves a little bit. I guess we got like they all get um like ninja suits. Yes. And that is um yeah, that that is they they get those suits after the the fire thing. And then on each of the medallions that they have on their ninja suits, there is an animal. That's how it's revealed to them. Right. And then Xena goes goes by them once in a, one one by one and tells them by their medallion like you are like the bear, mighty and unmovable or whatever. Yeah. And then Rocky, you are intelligent and strong. You're a monkey. <laughs> uh, the mighty ape. Yeah, my bad. Is what she actually said. Oh, which brings us to my favorite part of the whole movie, where the, she comes to Johnny Young Bosch, and he's looking kind of sad. And... Well, because everyone's had awesome animals. It's yeah. like bear, ape. Billy gets to be a wolf. Wolf. Crane. Crane's pretty badass. Kimberly's a crane. Johnny Young Bosch. Johnny Young Bosch. He's like... I'm a frog. He's all sad about it. <laughs> and Xena Princess Warrior has told them, like, you know, like, agile and quick, you are the crane, and, you yeah. know, like, cunning and, and ferocious or whatever. You're the wolf. And it comes to Johnny Young Bosch. I'm a frog. And he's like, and she's like, yes, you are a frog. Like, you know, as in to be proud of it. And then she says, like the kind you would kiss to get a prince. And she gives him a little kiss. And he gets all bashful and stuff. And it's like, but wait a minute. What's actually good about a frog? And she doesn't say anything. She moves on. Yeah. She leaves. Nothing. Like, like the kind you kiss to get a prince. So buck up, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. Uh, like, but anyway, Tommy, you are the falcon. Yeah. Oh. The, the, the lord of the skies. Yeah. And Johnny and Bosch is just like, it's like, fuck. It's like, um, so, so about the frog, though. <laughs> Is it is it is it like a a noble creature or any under the temple? <laughs> yeah, no, and like there's nothing good about a frog. Like they live in a swamp. They can play the banjo, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they have tongues. They do have tongues. Yeah, when I think about it, frogs suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor there, Johnny Youngbosch. There could have been so many other cool animals that you could have picked, but they picked frog. Mm-hmm. For a joke? Uh, Maybe there's some reason. Like, was they... it for that joke? I I honestly hope so. <laughs> Where they're like, if one of them's a frog, then we can put in a line about, like, kissing them to get a prince. Oh, that sounds that's genius. That's Put that hilarious. in the script. Oh, it's good. So good. Just just top notch humor. Oh, I just love a pun. Rock your world. There's gotta be a rock fight. <laughs> Do you think there's like a folder of puns at the Power Rangers like writing room? Where it's like, open the pun drawer. We need some puns for this. Uh eight ball corner pocket. That's a winner. <laughs> uh but they're not it has nothing to do Moving with Billy. <laughs> like, oh, we're using the eight ball one. Let's go. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of Zordon watching the news. Yeah, that does come up. Like every time while the Power Rangers are on the Fados Fados, uh, Alpha's like, maybe I can rig up some auxiliary crystals into the viewing globe instead of being like, let me run to the shop and get a TV <laughs> and some rabbit ears. So they're like watching the news on like a crystal ball. And there's like the same news reporter constantly being like, all the parents are missing. We're getting so many reports from around Angel Grove of parents just going missing. And that's when I was reminded like, oh, right, this is a movie aimed at like 10 year olds. Yeah. Because, like, any normal movie would say adults <laughs> or, like, people. <laughs> like, no. there's lots of missing people. It's the parents that are missing. But it's though. the parents. Because Ivan Ooze gives them little purple jars of ooze to take home. And then all of their parents touch it for whatever reason. They just leave the ooze lying around and all the parents touch it. Oh, but, yeah. That's but none of the kids really get brainwashed. Scene. Because, like, wouldn't. 
if you were given a jar of purple ooze, like, wouldn't your first instinct be to touch it as a 10-year-old kid? Absolutely. Yeah. And you'd be like, i got to touch this a bunch because it's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. So then wouldn't it mind control you as a kid? Or, like, is does it only work on parents? It was it was definitely targeted. That was his plan was to target yeah. the parents. He mentioned parents many times, like give it to your parents. If your parents don't like it, throw it in their face. He had a whole rhyming song like step right up and see the most wonderful fantastical ooze that you'll never lose. <laughs> was, I don't know. I could. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but yeah, and then we see little little kid Brad, who's kind of a side character, who I think Brad. is like a, right. st- a student of Tommy's because Tommy teaches him martial arts. He or teaches something. him karate. I think that's what it was. It and was... then he like makes fun of his dad in the opening scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, Oh, his dad's like, Oh yeah, hey, they're they're good at skydiving, you know, just like your old man. And he's like, Dad, you landed in the parking lot. It was <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> Parents. Oh, Dad. Quit cramping my style. Ugh. Anyway, Brad's dumb dad oh, comes home and sees this jar of ooze on the counter, right? And so he picks it up. He's like, oh, what is this? You know? Brad, where are you, Brad? Oh, ooze. And he kind of unscrews the lid and goes to smell it, which isn't fair, right? But he's yeah. like, oh, and he's like reviled. Like, this smells bad. Yeah. So then what right. he does is takes two of his fingers and shoves it way in there, like much farther than, than was needed to feel the ooze. Well, he is a man. <laughs> anyway uh he just shoves his fingers in there and then yeah gets electrocuted from the ooze and gets brainwashed and then goes to work in the quarry with all the other parents to dig up ivan ooze's giant robots of course naturally as you do yeah yeah uh because he was buried mere feet from his giant robots which seems like a pretty big oversight it's a bad plan yeah yeah Normally, you would scatter them across multiple planets, but, you know, when you're on a TV budget, <laughs> you only get one quarry. Yeah, that's the way, that's the way it goes. Um, the best part of the show is always, for me, is always the giant robot fights. When, like, the robot fights the monster. Oh, yeah. And it's the, always a dude in a rubber suit, and it always looks really climax. bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I love Japanese guys in suits pretending to be giant things, kicking over small fake buildings. Absolutely. It's why amazing to watch. Godzilla movies. That's yes. why I love Power Rangers as an adult. There's none of that in this movie. We were totally robbed of it that. Was the worst. There's the worst CGI in a movie that I've seen in a long time. And it's this is... Bad. This is two or three years after Jurassic Park. Yeah. So figure, you know. Yeah. Think about that. It's like, this looks like this looks like '90s cable TV CGI. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure the everyone that made this movie like was just like the crew from the TV show, but they also had no idea how to make the show <laughs> because they just used stock footage. For all of the action scenes, they're like, "Oh, use the computer." I mm. computer smart to fight because it like I like I made the comment like this looks like Beast Wars, and you said that's an insult to Beast Wars, <laughs> 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 which is true, but then also accurate. Yeah, because I guess when everything looks like that when the entire show is really bad animation yeah, like watching beast wars if you're watching like reboot like the yeah. first cg oh, tv shows reboot. like reboot's rough it's it's you know the it is poor but yeah. you know if you just get invested in it then you totally overlook the fact that the quality is is totally i remember low. as a kid being like oh this is way better than stupid cartoons <laughs> cartoons are all flat and drawn on so obviously drawn this is this is made in the computer. Infinitely better. <laughs> six year old Aaron. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid six year old kid. <sighs> Anyways. But so you get that level of animation, but like in like with real life like background plates and like there's scenes where it's like walking and then like you can see cars being like, Whoa, move into like a void, it's the giant like 
insect foot, but it's just terrible. Yeah, it is bad. But they still shot like the like cockpit sets look exactly the same as the TV show. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like maybe like a little bit better quality, but they're still like doing the Star Trek thing. Like everyone lean left, and we're gonna tilt the camera right he's like oh you got hit it's like oh oh yeah classic and like sparks are flying around always for no reason um but then there's the button oh let's talk about the magic button okay so their plan ivan ooze they kill one of the robots and then ivan ooze they form the new ninja megazord and then ivan ooze takes over the other giant ectotransmorphicon necessities yeah um of life <laughs> yeah <laughs> and turns into a it's just like a big purple face on a robot yeah it, was, it looked real bad it's so bad that cgi crap but you could have just had him in a tiny set with a big man in a robot costume yeah. and just ugh. they could have they could have and they didn't they really should let us make the new Power Rangers movie. We know what makes it good. Yeah. Men in suits. Cardboard suits. So uh, their plan is to shoot him into space and yeah, they lead push him, him into the comet, which was brought up in the first scene. Mm-hmm. Again, if you weren't paying very close attention... For like one second in the opening scene, because it's never mentioned again. Definitely not. You would have totally missed it, but there's a comet that's going to pass, and that's why they're sky jumping to save the observatory. Yeah. Or upgrade it. Or, or upgrade it. Just fundraise for it. Or just or awareness. <laughs> awareness of the observatory. <laughs> it was very hey, guys. We, we have one. It, now we're going to skydive. It, it's here. It, it's been here the whole time. Just an observatory. You can observe things in space. Like, oh, I never knew that. I live in Angel Grove. <laughs> I live in Angel Grove. Every week, I'm almost stepped on by a giant bug. Um, So it's... it's they're fighting in space. Yeah. And... Ivan's got a, gr- got a he's grip, holding grip on, on him. Them. Yeah. They're tumbling around. He's laughing like an idiot. And there's like a great shot where it's just like his eyes looking into the cockpit. Ugh. And he says something about like, where's your Zordon now? Or something. Something or, like that. Uh, I'll tear you Zord from Zord. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tear you Zord from Zord. And the, the the scenery chewing acting. Like it is like capital A acting <laughs> from Mr. Ivanu's. I wish I'd looked up his name. That dude, that dude is doing some. He's the one that's aware of how bad this is. Oh yeah. Everyone else is playing it straight, and like even if they know that it's bad, they're still playing it like it's serious. Not Ivan. Not Ivan. That dude is taking every opportunity <laughs> that he's presented <laughs> to do some acting. <laughs> um, but anyways, so he's gonna tear them Zord from Zord. But he's just kind of holding them by the shoulder as they're tumbling through space. And then Aisha's like, or no, Aisha starts doing something. Kimber's like, what are you doing? She's like, taking care of business. And she smashes a thing that says emergency use only and presses a button. And you've got to be thinking, like, what are they going to eject? Are they going to, like, leave the Zord there and let it get hit by the comet? That would have been great. Or if there was, like, like, a missile in the chest or something. Or if maybe they're just going to, like, emergency d- depart. Like, they would all, yeah. like, scatter or something, and then he wouldn't be holding like on Like, all anything. the Zords would break apart into their individual Zords, and they'd somehow make it back to Earth? There's nothing as logical as that. No. Do you want to tell them, or should I? Oh, you go for it, bud. They need him in the balls. It's it's a button. Did you just kick him in the balls? It's but not even. It's just button. like it's an emergency button that slightly moves the knee forward. To knee Ivan who's in the balls. To knee him in the balls. <laughs> and that's how they that's how they defeat the bad guy. They knee him in the balls and then he gets hit by a comet. <laughs> oh, it's great. 
It's so awful. It's so awful. <sighs> but amazing. But not. Yeah. Like, it's funny to talk about, I guess. But not to remember. But not. <laughs> that's that's the tricky part. Like every now and then, you're just gonna remember that that's how Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie ends, and you're gonna just like be sad for a couple seconds. Like you know, you're like in the grocery store or something. You're like trying to decide what cereal to buy, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, oh the emergency button. Oh no, pain. Every time you're on a plane, and you're like sitting in the emergency exit aisle, you're just gonna like look over and be like, oh no. I pull that me in the balls. It's terrible. It's my new life. But that's that's money more from Power Rangers the movie. <laughs> Did we miss anything? Uh the only other thing was that the insult dingle dorks was oh, thrown yeah. out there and I can't help but wonder if that's where I got it from all those years ago. Do you say Dingledorks? I've definitely said Dingledorks before in my, oh, in my everyday life. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, probably. And After uh, he puts him in the snow globe, he's like, you gonna work for me or do you want to join these Dingledorks? And they're like, uh, uh, we never liked those Dingledorks anyways. <laughs> that's a great word. I can't believe you use Dingledorks. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you use Dingledorks. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I think I've also heard it once in Corner Gas. I think Oscar uses Dingle Dorks at one point. But I'll have to look that up. And that is a great show. All right. Well, but other than Dingle Dorks, that is the summation. I think we've covered it. So that leads us to the Rotten Tomatoes score. What do you think this movie got? Oh. Out of 100, what percentage of critics said? Yes. Watch. I'm, I'm going to guess like 37. Wow. I mean, like, come on. They've they've got to know that this is actually a really terrible movie. But then there's got to be some people that are like, yeah, you got to watch it. Because, I mean, we did. But we, it was still terrible. We have many times. Yeah. No. Not 30. 50%. 50. 50. Even 50 50 split. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I know, right? But, I mean, good for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then, like, bad for the world? Yeah. Uh, 56% of the audience approved, though. So, yeah. slightly better. There's probably a lot of kids. That's what I was thinking. Kids that liked it. They're stupid. Or people like us. That are dumb and <laughs> watch bad movies on purpose. Yeah. Uh. All right. What do you What do you say? Is this good? Is it bad? It's so bad. It's good. Is it worth it? See, it's a really it's it's really tricky. I mean, I I am not quite sure how to characterize it because it's like like if you've seen Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, then it's like you need. You need to oh, watch you, you it, have right, to. so that you know. But but I don't think anyone who hasn't seen the Power Rangers show is going to be able to watch this movie and like it. No, because all in all, it is actually just a bad movie. I mean, may, maybe if you don't know anything and you watch it, it's like a fun hate watch. But overall, I'd say you ooze, you lose. <laughs> this is... And ooze, they did. They 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 oozed a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna say thumbs down. Bad. Yeah, not, I not, not good. Not just a big old. Oops. Not an amusing. This isn't good. Not an amusing bad. <laughs> just uh, one big pile of shit. Yeah, like you can you can laugh and smile at it, but you're doing it through clenched teeth. Yeah. And again, I feel like because we were fans of the show as kids and watch this as kids we do have a bit of nostalgia goggles for it so we're able to appreciate it a little more than someone who has never seen power rangers and doesn't care oh absolutely so yeah i say unless you're a huge fan don't bother 
Or if you're planning away. on seeing the new one, maybe you want to compare and contrast. But even then, maybe just watch the new one? Yeah. The new one. We'll just see how that goes. The new one looks kind of interesting. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. It, it, it could be good. It could be bad. You never know. Um, until next time, you can find us on Twitter at, at RetroCrapPod. Uh, and if you like the show and you want to uh, keep hearing more and support the show, you can uh, support us on Patreon.com slash RetroCrapPod. You can toss us a dollar, get the episodes early, or you can toss us $5, get access to exclusive content. If you don't have any money to give us, that's fine. You don't have to. The episodes will be available on iTunes and YouTube and everything for free. You can listen there. Um, and I think that's it for us. Yeah, been fun. We will be back next month with a new movie. We will try to announce what movie we did a couple days beforehand. So if you want to watch it, you can do that. Uh, and uh, until then, uh, we will see you next time. Take care. Bye.